Welcome to episode 6. I'm sorry, this episode came out a little later than expected as I was quite wiped from my trip and I did not really have any energy in me to do a recording. But yes, I am back now and I'm excited to be back on schedule with the podcast. So today I wanted to share with you guys about my recent trip to Chiang Mai, which I am still having withdrawals from as it was such a good trip. It was exactly the break I needed and I got to immerse myself in many new experiences, I tried new food and I was constantly surrounded by culture and nature. But more on that later. What I realised was Chiang Mai is so different from Bangkok and Phuket, which were much more congested and busier. Instead, Chiang Mai was more laid back and perhaps it was due to the smog season as there were very few people out and about. And yeah, I went during the smog season which is probably the only negative thing about this trip as the pollution index was really really high and it was not easy to breathe the hay smells on a daily basis and wearing that N95 mask was a killer. Furthermore, the air pollution caused my eczema to return which was not great at all. I thought Singapore's haze was bad but man, this was way worse. Anyway, let's get back to what I did in Chiang Mai. So I went on this trip with one of my closest friends and she was coming from Phuket so I met up with her at the airport in Chiang Mai. From there, we booked a grab and headed for our hostel which was the cutest place. After that, we decided to have an early dinner because both of us had not eaten lunch that day. We went to this restaurant which was about a 5 minute walk where I got to sample my friend's uh, khao soy, a local specialty of Chiang Mai which tasted so good. Even at point of speaking, I'm craving for a bowl of it right now. My favourite Thai food since young has always been Tom Yum but now Khao Soi is a close competitor. After our dinner, we took a walk around town and it was quite nice being in the old city. It was so chill, full of cafes, massage parlours, small food joints and speaking of joints, many many weed shops too. The cannabis market here seems to be booming since its recent legal status and you know, drugs being banned in Singapore it was quite a sight. After walking around a bit and getting the lay of the land, we went to a local night market near our place and it was so weird. There were all these street vendors but the crowds were so little and there was no music. I suppose it's because it was a weekday, I, I don't know. Thankfully, the pad thai and mango sticky rice made up for it as they were so delicious. We then headed back to have an early night as my friend wanted to join the morning yoga class which was held in the hostel. Unfortunately, being in a new environment, I had trouble sleeping that first night and I had to give the yoga a miss. But my friend went, and when I went down for breakfast while watching them do the happy baby poses, I was grateful for not going as there was this cat that was being cheeky, and as I'm afraid of cats, I knew it was a blessing in disguise that I did not get much sleep from the night before as I could avoid the interaction with the cat. So with a whole new day ahead of us, we decided to borrow some bikes from the hostel, and we cycled around town while temple hopping and catching famous city landmarks. Unfortunately though, our cycling adventure was cut short because Chiang Mai did not really have cycling lanes and it was a bit tough navigating with the smoke burning our eyes. Wearing the N95 mask was extremely uncomfortable too and given that it is hot season in Chiang Mai with temperatures hovering at 37 to 39 degrees, well you get the idea, not pleasant. We stopped by this really cute cafe to have iced coffee and a respite from the smoke before we returned the bikes back to the hostel. We then headed out for lunch where we tried this really cool appetizer dish called Myang Kao. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's a DIY dish where you use betel <laughs> leaves as a wrap and put sliced shallots, chili, ginger, garlic, lime, shrimp and roasted grated coconut inside. 
It was so good and I highly recommend this dish when you visit Chiang Mai. For main course, I went for comfort food and got a spicy basil chicken rice and I was enjoying the local atmosphere until I saw some movement from my peripheral vision. There was a rat running about and I was so disturbed. Thankfully, the place had other empty tables so we moved to the opposite, opposite side of the place. Other than that special appearance by the rat, lunch was pretty solid. Then we continued walking around town where we found this quaint bookstore that had the best collection. I actually went back to the shop the next day and got a book from them. The shopkeeper was this white man who clearly seemed very well-traveled and he had great knowledge of the book scene in Singapore which was cool. After exploring town, we returned to the hostel for a bit as we had booked a night tour to Doi Sudep, which was a famous tourist attraction in Chiang Mai. The temple was quite beautiful at night and it was, I guess, a cool experience to observe a young monks joining the elders for meditation and prayer session. But other than that, the tour was just okay. After that, my friend and I requested our tour guide to drop us off at the night bazaar, thinking it was the underwhelming night market we went the night before but guess what, it was not. Apparently, there was a bustling night market in Chiang Mai which had so many shops, hotels, loud music and Thai boxing everywhere. We had a quick dinner there and shopped a little before taking a grab to a nearby bar where we met some of our fellow hostel mates. We had drinks with them and oh my gosh, the cocktails were so cheap and good. It was like 7 Singapore dollars. It was a really fun night and definitely one of the highlights of the trip. <laughs> The next morning, my friend and I prepared ourselves for a full day at the Elephant Sanctuary and I was obviously very very excited about this as I was finally able to check off my bucket list. The Elephant Sanctuary was located about 2 hours away from the hostel and along the way our driver had stopped us at local markets too. We didn't buy anything but my friend was quite fascinated with this fruit that looked like a mini mango. Which reminds me, I need to ask her what she thought of the fruit as she had bought a bag of, of them on our last day. Anyway. We reached the sanctuary and had changed into local Karen outfits and began our interaction with the elephants. The elephants were so cute and adorable and feeding them felt like feeding a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> the elephants were so nice to embrace and they're so clever and a bit cheeky too. Kind of reminds me of my beagles at home. We went for a hike with the elephants and our guide was really friendly. As city folk, we are not used to hiking such terrains and he was so patient with us. Kind of reminds me of our hiking guide when my friend and I went to Vietnam a couple of years back. After the hike, we stopped for a quick lunch overlooking the waterfall and it was so peaceful being there. Just being away from urbanization and being surrounded by nothing other than nature was such a sacred feeling. Then we went to the waterfalls to swim and bathe the elephants and that was really really fun. I felt like a kid. I was just jumping around and having the best time. I even grazed my knees a little, but hey, it was all worth it. Anything for the elephants. One thing I really liked about the tour was how eco-friendly it was. Our lunch was wrapped in leaves and once we were done, the guides packed the leaves up in a bundle and fed them to the elephants. So essentially, there was zero wastage and sustainable living habits, which I really appreciated. Kind of brought me back to my youth delegate trip to Bangkok, which was back in 2019, where I learned a lot about the philosophy of sufficiency economy which promotes the idea of production and consumption in moderation well, lots of big words there <laughs> in order to protect the environment and conserve scarce resources awesome stuff after we finished our tour we headed back to the hostel, freshened up and went to the correct night bazaar where we did some souvenir shopping and had the best coconut ice cream before heading back early as I was really sleep deprived at this point 
I did not sleep really well for the first two nights, but hey, worth it. So worth it. The next morning, we went for a tour to Doi Intanon, which is a beautiful national park in Chiang Mai. Hiking this park was really fun and the views were incredible. It really reminded me of the Yongseo Trail in Korea. Again, my friend and I don't hike as often and our tour group had this gym bro and several other fit women, so we kind of held the group back a little. But hey, no regrets because we got to really take in our surroundings instead of rushing with the guide. We then had a really nice local lunch, rice, chicken with cashew nuts, and I think chicken soup, before heading to a Karen village where we got to try homemade coffee and teas from the villagers. It was a nice experience, but I think we were all just done at that point as all the sites and attractions were back to back. Once we returned to our hostel, we went back to the first restaurant we went for here and had khao soy for the last time. Then we bought some craft beers from a nearby cafe and walked around the Saturday night market where I bought a bracelet and tried the crepe and another taco looking coconut filled dessert which I don't really know the name of. We then returned to the hostel and had a few hours of sleep before waking up at 5am to catch our morning flight. Clearly, I did not sleep much in this trip. But yes, that sums up the 5 days I spent in Chiang Mai and it's a trip that I will remember for a long time as it was a bucket list experience for me. So yes, guys, if you ever have the opportunity to visit Thailand, make a trip to Chiang Mai. I highly recommend it. Going for this trip really reminded me of how much I love to travel. It's definitely been some time since I had gone for a solo, solo travel adventure. The last one being my two and a half month trip to Korea back in 22 or an overseas trip with my friends as I had, you know, shifted my focus back to work and had not planned to travel much this year. But right now, honestly, the wanderlust bug has bit me hard. I'm already thinking of next destinations while I'm at work. Oops. Hopefully I can fly out soon, especially to neighboring countries and gain more valuable experiences like I did in this vacation. Or maybe I'll do an extended 1-2 to two month adventure again while remotely working. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, that's my time for today. Thanks for sticking around and listening. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye!